Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart. One, two, five. Lisa, three. Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Hey, here comes a danger up in this club. When we get started, man, we ain't gonna stop. We gonna turn it out till it gets too high. Everybody sing. It's Friday. Welcome to Defenders Live, Mojo Five O Radio. Free Speech Friday is what it is, which means that you can dial in and give us a call. 919-367-3171. 919-367-3171. You will see and notice and take notice to the fact that I am here, solo, by myself. It's okay. No one's dead. I promise the AI has taken a day off. Yes. I said it. The AI is actually taking a break. Well-deserved. He needs it. He's taking a break. That's it. That's all there is to it. He's not dead. I promise he'll be fine. You'll see him Monday. All will be good. He might even pop in and just, like, share the page or something. I don't know. Any of those things could happen. But I promise, I promise the AI is fine. He is just absolutely fine. With all that being said, welcome to the show, everybody. This is Defenders Live, D-O-A-E Show, D-O-A-E Show, Defenders Live, D-O-A-E Show.com, all the rest of it. You can find us on the Twitters, the social medias, everywhere, at D-O-A-E Show. <sighs> Let's get this ball rolling. A California lawmaker, and most of them actually, want adult entertainers to receive a certificate of training completion. Apparently, they want proof positive that they have, well, you know where I'm going there. California Assembly member Lorena Gonzalez, uh, author of the labor law that has essentially declared war on the state's gig working economy, may have a new magnus opus. Oh, that's not magnum opus. That's not uh, that's not right. That, that should not be. Earlier this week, Gonzalez and Assemblymember Christi- uh, yeah, Christina Garcia proposed a bill that would require adult entertainers, performers, and webcam models to undergo state-mandated training, for what I don't know, and obtain a certificate of training completion before entertainers are permitted to be filmed on camera. According to the text of the bill, the trainer course would provide information 
on the rights of adult entertainers, including information on how they report workplace abuse and injuries. Uh, mostly, you can't just say no, no, stop, don't stop, no, stop, don't, because that's um, usually it doesn't work. I'm just I'm, I'm guessing here. Uh, entertainers would also receive information about how to identify victims of human trafficking and undergo fingerprinting because that's a definite thing. It also Human trafficking is not a good thing. None of us like human trafficking. And yes, if you watch pornography in adult films, more than likely you have seen somebody on there that is in the realm of human trafficked. I'm just saying. Extreme Stealth Jack all over on the Twitter. Promises, promises. What have you done with the AI? Nothing. I promise. I promise. Yes. Training. Garcia told Reason Magazine that the uh, final training course will resemble the cert- <laughs> sorry will resemble the certification process used in other industries, including the food service industries. Because that sounds appetizing. If the proposal blames uh, becomes law and certification processes uh, does in fact come to resemble that uh, of food service industry, prospective adult entertainers may come to anticipate practice drills, flashcards, and a fair bit of cramming. I am reading this directly from the article. (laughs) According to the proposal, the training curriculum would be developed... And uh, uh, by an adult entertainment advisory committee, which would consist of 10 people, including two adult entertainers, three dancers, two doctors, a therapist, a money man and a money manager who would each receive $200 a day. (laughs) Each day the committee meets. Uh, It just sounds like another way for these guys to make a bunch of money. Mmm, that's delicious. Yes, Virginia Jackal. I did say the same as food service industries because, you know, who loves, who doesn't love to chow down on that? Yeah. With a proposal, the, while a proposal doesn't state how long the training will take, prospective certificate, uh, certified adult entertainers can be expected to spend a minimum of two hours and 45 minutes. You get the gift. Uh, and, uh, and the online version will include an interactive feature. However, anyone who wants to take the exam will have to pay it for it themselves. According to the Reason Magazine, uh, Reason Magazine's Elena Evans, the president of Adult Entertainment Guild, uh, has come out against the proposal and lambasted Gonzalez for not mentioning the proposal when they had recently met during the gig worker law discussion. Quote, We're shocked, disgusted, and angry that our parent union did this without discussing it with the APAG. Without discussing it with the industry and without discussing it, uh, discussing it with the stakeholders, said Evans. Nobody contacted us about this. Not the International Adults Entertainment Union. Not the Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez, who I met with. 
on Thursday to discuss AB5. Area code 970, how's it going? This is Misunderstood Subculture Correspondent Tech Roo with news. Tech Roo, I'd like to see how you can top this first story. What, what was the first story? I'm not listening. I'm in old Chicago drinking very expensive beer. <laughs> oh, the first uh, the first story was California lawmakers uh, want adult entertainers to receive a, t- a certificate of uh, training completion and go through a two-and-a-half-hour course. <laughs> oh, that thing. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just don't freaking know anymore. Beat that, it's, Tech Roo. So much crazy town. I am at Old Chicago where they made the mistake of sending me an email saying that uh, Samuel Adams Utopias was available at like 25 bucks for two ounces, and uh, I've had two of them. Oh, that's not good. Uh, no, well, it is good. I'm sure. Maybe it's not good. I'm sure it's okay. delicious. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've got a, a former co-worker on disability that did buy the second one, and he's hoping for... Uh, for uh, you know, credit here. Uh, let's have a round of applause for Michael Smiley. Everybody, Yay, all right. Cool stuff. Woo, yes. <laughs> he's right. He's he's waving me off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what you got for us today, Zach? Uh, well, this uh, three weeks in uh, in the culture. Uh, to the ranting Griffin has walked away from the Democrat Party. Yes. He, uh, maybe you've seen the video around, uh, he, uh, the poor guy, I mean, really, they think he's some sort of like neo-Nazi, neo-Nazi because he's bald, even though he was a Democrat for a very long time. So, uh, yeah, he, I've always, I always knew deep down inside he was a libertarian, but, um, uh, he's, uh, finally, uh, he said to heck with you people. I'm uh, going to hang out with these people that are nicer with nicer to me. <laughs> Hey, I mean, usually that does happen. These people are nice. These people suck. I'm going to go with the people that are nice, by the way. They suck. There you go. Absolutely. Nice. I mean, they're, they're such nice people. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the time I was at, uh, how long are we till the uh, hard break? Oh, we're a little high. You good. Okay. Very good. Very good. See, when I was in Washington, D.C. for the uh, two, was it 2009 uh, Tea Party yeah. Um, event there mm-hmm. uh, where I did get to see Doc Thompson uh, give a very interesting speech, a very awesome, very awesome speech. Uh, yes. It was the awesomest speech. Um, it was so awesome. Which I do have. It was amazing. I have on video except for people with flags were in front of me, but I do have that totally awesome speech. Uh, I Super The awesome. first night I was at the Motel 6 in Washington, D.C., Yeah. Um, there was uh, a lot of noise from the adjacent room ah. and uh, people laughing and stuff. And uh, uh, I said, okay, fine. I'm just going to ignore them. They're, eh, you know, people having fun. I'll, uh, they kept me awake a little bit. But the following, you know, when I, when I went to leave a couple days later, uh, this, um, uh, one of the uh, uh, housekeeping people uh, who just happened to be 
Black asked me, well, you know, as I was leaving, what was I doing there? I told her about the tea party, and she said, oh, my God, you people are so amazing. I was told by all my relatives that all these, like, horrible people were going to be in Washington, D.C. this weekend, and you people are so freaking amazing. I spent all night drinking wine with these people, and I realized that's what the, all the noise was. Yeah. Like, she was hanging out with time. these two, like, horribly racist white people in the next room over, drinking wine all night, <laughs> and uh, she thought we were just the darn nicest people ever. It's like, well, yeah, don't listen to those other people, maybe. It's, yeah, I mean, don't listen to the people. Actually experience the people around you, and maybe they're not as bad as other people think. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is live. I'm sorry. The, co- the, the former co-worker is now questioning the fact that I'm on a live radio show right now. It's while, a live show. drinking beer in an old Chicago. It is a live show, I promise. It, it is a live show, and I am drinking beer. And that's fine. I am perfectly fine with this. I am drinking apple juice. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I, I uh, well, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go, go. You're good. No, I wasn't sure where I was going next, except I was talking about the two of the ranting Griffin. I was hoping to review some of his later, later shows, because the thing is, he uh, has been, you know, part of this. He's been, you know, on the, on the, the bad end of the whole cancel culture thing, and he's been just stomped into the ground, even though he was a Democrat. Well, and now he's uh, he's realized that wait, these are the wrong darn people. I'm a libertarian. Yeah, well, you know, there's a funny thing about libertarianism is really we're not the biggest group, uh, and not only are we not the no. biggest group, but we're also very, very, very diverse as a group. So anybody yeah. could technically be a libertarian. Even some of the most liberal liberals could consider themselves libertarian if they really stopped to think about it. Absolutely. And, oh, by the way, don't think that the Libertarian Party actually represents libertarianism. Right, because, uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, uh, anybody who puts those, uh, the, the last seven <laughs> morons into, into, into any sort of position of of wanting to be accepted it by by anybody in in media is not representing the 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 libertarians in general. No, that that's why I always go out of my way to uh, spell it with a lowercase L rather than the uh, capital L. I actually know a uh, mm-hmm. a, a um, furry that ran for uh, the governor of uh, Arizona on the libertarian ticket. And uh, he was actually extremely popular until uh, they found out he was a furry. The re- libertarian, until the Libertarian Party realized he was really popular, so uh, they just kind of started ignoring him. Oh, wow. and uh, that's, that's when awesome. he realized the the entire point of the Libertarian Party is it's a Overton window thing to drag people over to. Hey, we're the crazy people that want to smoke pot to make the uh, normal people that want to smoke pot seem more normal. Right. Yeah, that's not good. We're, we're, we shouldn't be that. We shouldn't be. So I, yeah, um, no, they, I have a request. They don't want to win. There, there is a request. Uh, the request is a review oh. on the Sam Adams Utopia. Yes. I I think the, uh, the last year's was better. This is a very good uh, 
very good batch, but I kind of like last year's better. This uh, was like two ounces for 25 bucks at Old Chicago in Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very nice. I'm especially not going to uh, complain that my uh, former coworker across the table from me did buy one of those for me. Uh, so that makes it extra, extra good. Yes, of course. Anytime that it's ever bought for you makes it much better than if you buy it yourself. <laughs> I, I think he wants to go on the air, although he has no idea what he's doing. He says no. Okay, that's good. He, he does, but he doesn't. He does, but he's scared. It's like the Libertarian Party. They want to be popular, but they don't really want to be popular. Exactly. They just want to do a thing. They just want to do a thing. Can I just do the thing? I want to do the thing. Can I do that thing, please? Exactly. Yeah. Just do a thing. We don't want to succeed in doing the thing, but we're just going to do a thing. We're just going to do a thing, and ha-da, there we are. We did it. We did a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly. it. That is exactly it. Yes, TechRu, enjoy old Chicago. Enjoy that you took Oh, uh, I shall. Uh, and, and enjoy Absolutely. the rest of your drink, man. You know, I am, I am getting ready. Uh, I'm supposed to be packing and getting organized for uh, the uh, trip to Texas Furry Fiesta in Dallas uh, next uh, week. Yeah. Actually, departing on Wednesday. I will not be at MojoCon, sadly, because it, uh, it, co- it coincides with the uh, county convention to w- mm. which I am a delegate. So Ooh, uh, being a, an elected official and all. Yeah, a that's difficult terrible. for me to make it. Sorry, but maybe dude. next year. Maybe next year. You know, next year when we when we actually schedule it right. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. TechRu, thank you, sir, so much for joining us today. Thank, thank you for having me. People were like actually begging me to call in for some reason because nobody will call in until I have. Yeah, you have to call in first. After you call in, then we get a flood. <laughs> the floodgates are now open. Everybody's fine to call in. They just want to get that first one out of the way. That's how we're going to do it. Thank you, sir. Yep. We will uh, talk to you next yep. week. Will do. Enjoy. See ya. Oh, man. You know what? That actually makes me want some coffee. I really... Really would love some coffee right now. I'm probably not going to have any. Uh, well, I might. I'd still, you know, whatever. But, um, and if you have a desire for APR coffee, for any coffee whatsoever, I recommend, I highly, highly recommend APR coffee. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. American Pride Roasters. Despite what some people in the early morning hours of Mojo Five O tell you, they aren't racist. They make your wonderful coffees from from the George Washington Carvers. They make those coffees. They make four or five other coffees from other people that aren't, quote-unquote, white European. They make delicious coffee with delicious flavors. And if you can't handle that, if you don't have enough of that, I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Check them out today. Get yourself a cup because it's amazing. Beyond amazing. It's so freaking good. <sighs> Speaking of certified pussies, uh, support for Joe Biden implodes in a new poll from key primary state of South Carolina. Sorry, I forgot this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The presidential campaign for candidate 
Joe Biden, received another body blow on Thursday in the form of a damaging poll from the key primary state of South Carolina. The former frontrunner saw a lead as big as 20 points. How big was it? In the Winthrop University polling in September. But that is now dwindled down to a mere five-point lead. The latest itinerary in the Winthrop University polling shows Joe Biden with only 24% of South Carolina. This, uh, this socialist firebrands like Bernie Sanders are now getting 19% support. I hate the fact that Bernie Sanders is getting support beyond anything. Not that I wouldn't be; it wouldn't be hilarious to see him on stage and actually trying to debate, uh, trying to debate anything. But the fact that it's him, the fact that what he represents is socialism, pure, unadulterated socialism. It really bothers me that he has this much percent, uh, this high of a percentage. Sanders improved by eight points from September in the exact same polling. Biden has performed poorly in his first two state electoral contests um, for the Democratic primary, obviously. And in the last one, he indicated that his momentum was eroding. One advantage he has in South Carolina is his outsized support from African-Americans who uh, constitute a major part of the Democratic vote in the state. Surging uh, the, the surge in support for Sanders has left many of the centrist establishment Democrats sounding the alarms really bigly. Uh, MSNBC Chris Matthews has warned that the revolutionary strain of socialism has been tried in other countries and failed. You heard me right, folks. Chris Matthews has just said that socialism is a failure. I have to say, I'm pretty sure that we're in an upside-down world now. I've never heard such true words being spoken by such a fake moron. Never have I ever. And that's astounding to me. The surge... New York billionaire Mike Bloomberg entered the race and immediately attacked Sanders' socialism in a fiery Democrat debate on Wednesday. The South Carolina primary election will be conducted February 29th. Bloomberg's not going to get it. Bloomberg is about to be taken down by his own past. There's no re- Bloomberg's not going to make it. He's going to put all this money into something that is absolutely useless. Because Bloomberg used to be a Democrat, then a Republican, then a Democrat, then a Republican. Now he's a Democrat again. Which means there are times in his life to where the where society can look at him and the entirety of society can say, no. You're bad because you were Republican. And you have a lot of money. Just like Bernie Sanders. 
just like Joe Biden, just like Joe Biden's family, just like Joe Biden's sons, just like Joe Biden's brother and uncle and cousin and nephew and niece. Just like all of them. They're all rich multimillionaires slash billionaires. And they're all telling you that the people that you should hate are the millionaires and billionaires. Peekapool the Snarking Jackal. Fake moron? I'm pretty sure Chris Matthews is a genuine moron. Yes, I'm sorry. Fake, comma, moron, comma. <laughs> sorry, I didn't put enough space in between those words to make sure. Fake, period. Moron, period. He is such a partisan hack that the words that come out of his mouth, even when he's telling the truth, sound like a lie. It's pretty terrible. He should learn how to just, you know, not be Chris Matthews from MSNBC. That's that's my that's my that's my push for today. Chris Matthews stop being from MSNBC and maybe, you know, learn from your mistakes. I don't know. Ah, well, that sound right there means that there's a commercial break and we're about to take it. Be right back. I'm Michael Pelka from PuroPelka.com with your two-minute drill. And it's Friday, so it's time for a little bit of a fake news update. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Fake, 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 fake news. The first candidate for the Fake News of the Week award is Michael Bloomberg and his campaign. They took a moment from the debate and twisted it without letting anybody know they twisted it, even though it's pretty obvious. Here's what actually happened during the debate Wednesday night. I'm the only one here that I think has ever started a business. Is that fair? Okay. What we need is... So that was reality. That actually happened. That question of anyone here start a business but me. But Bloomberg's campaign took that moment and made it a campaign ad. But they twisted the truth. I'm the only one here that I think has ever started a business. Is that fair? Again, the cricket sounds played for several seconds. That didn't happen. That never happened. But I think we have to give the big award this week for fake news to CNN. CNN held a town hall last night. Another town hall. Like we need another town hall. But they got caught coaching the audience in the background while Aaron Burnett was interviewing Tom Steyer. So they win the Fake News Award. CNN, congratulations. This is Fake News. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Have a great weekend. Michael Palka's Two Minute Drill is powered by MojoWildRice.com. Their wild rice is a superfood, gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol free, yet high in fiber, protein, zinc, phosphorus, and trace minerals. But you're going to love it because it's delicious. MojoWildRice.com. MojoWildRice.com.
Welcome back to Fitness Live, Mojo 5 Radio. You can find us anywhere where you can listen to podcasts or watch a video. But if you'd like to, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to the Mojo 5 Radio station. We are live 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, right there on your dial. And just keep it tuned in there because you might as well keep listening. If you want a free speech platform, if you want something that you can listen to that has a variety of of, of, of talking points, a variety of opinion. You want something that's not just going to be the same stupid drab that you hear day in and day out from talk radio or from news or from any of the rest of it. Listen here, Mojo Five O Radio. It's amazing the amount of diversity that you'll find here. Check it out. Mojo5o.com is the place to go. Defenders is doaeshow.com or you can go to iHeartRadio. Click the uh, click the uh, Mojo Five O Radio button and listen live. It's amazing. Check him out today. So Tim Tebow says that he'd rather be known for saving babies from abortion than winning Super Bowls. Good for you. I mean, really good for you. You want you know you got your name. In the spotlight, you got your, your your place, and you've taken action in something that you believe in. And it's actually something that would help society and help humanity. Good for you. Thank you. But that's about it. I mean, I like you. That's nice. That's That's good things. That's about it. Good job, Tim. Keep it up. So a Kentucky governor signs a bill requiring schools, uh, school resource officers to carry guns. That's right. You've heard it. Kentucky Governor Andy Beshear signed a school safety bill into law on Friday. It requires school resource officers to carry a firearm. Effective immediately, every school in the state will now have at least one armed police officer on guard. The legislation was passed by overwhelming bipartisan support in both Republican-controlled chamber and, uh, of the Kentucky legislature. Bashir, a Democrat, took the full 10 days <coughs> allowed to take action on the measure and finally opted Friday to sign it into law rather than veto it or allow it to become law without his signature. Uh, I quote, I simply cannot ask a school resource officer to stop an un, uh, stop an armed gunman entering the school without them having the ability to not only achieve this mission, but also to protect themselves, Bashir said during a press conference, according to the Courier-Journal. He added, quote, We must be able to stop the worst of the worst. Now, I'm going to stop this right here and just kind of point out a couple things. He took the full 10 days. He pulled a Barack Obama when it came to assassinating. I forget who it was. Who was it? Was it Osama bin Laden? Yeah, Osama bin Laden. When it came to us, he pulled the B.O., the giant 
Barack Obama. He took the entire time, the longest period of time he could to make a final decision. And when he made the final decision, it was so politically motivated. It was so politically calculated that he had to come up with this bullcrap answer. You know, I simply cannot allow or ask a resource officer to stop an unarmed gunman in entering a school without... With, yeah, of course you can't. Of course you can't. He had to check the polling. That's true. He probably did. Um, but you've done it a million times already. Every Democrat has already done this. They have told us that not only do we not need this gun for protection, but we don't need to have guns at all. We shouldn't have them at all. Anyone. That's what Democrats tell us. Nobody should have guns. And then the only people that will have guns are the bad guys. And when the bad guys have guns and all you have is a bucket full of rocks, it's going to be impossible for you to stop them. The new law modifies a 2017 law that requires every school in Kentucky to have a resource officer, otherwise known as a guard, on site for security purposes. The earlier legislation, however, was very quiet on whether or not the officers would carry a firearm. The law signed by Bashir on Friday requires those law officers to be armed. Good. Good. Thank you. Had to twist your arm, why don't we? Bashir had faced pressure from the civil rights groups, including Black Lives Matter, to veto the bill. The Hill reported that opponents of the bill, quote, warned that the new law would not make schools safer and would create dangerous situations for students of color. Republicans hailed from uh, hailed the new law on Friday with Senate Educational Chair Education Chairman Max Wise, yeah Max Wise, uh, who sponsored the bill in the Senate, calling it uh, calling, calling it signing, quote, an incredible incredibly important day for the Commonwealth. The lawmaker told the Herald Leader, the uh, quote, this new legislation which goes into effect immediately. Is, a, is crucial to the General Assembly's continued efforts to protect Kentucky's children, teachers, and staff by improving the safety of our schools. Duh! Duh! By the way, Bashir almost vetoed this. He almost vetoed it. He almost kicked it back, and one of the, once again goes back to exactly what we talk about all the time. You have to be involved in your local elections. Why is there a Democratic governor in Kentucky? Same thing in North Carolina, which really pisses me off. There's a Democratic governor in North Carolina and in Kentucky. But you have a Republican House and Senate or legislative body. Why? Why do you have one and then the other? Does it really help you? No. No, it doesn't really help you. All it does is hurt the process down the road. Now, I will say that uh, a government, all government is made to be in a stalemate. So technically, having some sort of variance there is helpful. But in a situation like this, 
where it was bipartisan support on a bill. Yes, there was Republican-controlled chambers, but it was bipartisan support. It wasn't just Republicans supporting this. Bipartisan. He should have just signed it. And he should have just gotten out of the way, signed the dang bill, and let it go. But instead, he had to check his polling numbers. He had to go through all the processes. He had to make sure that it wasn't going to hurt him down the line and, his, and, and when, when he goes through elections the next time. Because that's what he's about. That's what Andy Bashir is about. Andy Bashir is about getting reelected, not about actually doing what's right. Once these people have power, uh, they do everything in their uh, in their power to keep it. Because that's all they want to do, ever. All they ever want to do is keep their power. And that's just... That's just stupid. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for a song. I'm thinking, I think I'm going to play a song. I'm, I'm going to play a song. Here you go. This is a cover. I want to hear it because I haven't heard it yet. It sounds good. Something in the way she moves Attracts me like no That sounds good. I think I'm going to do that. So, speaking of music in the background, have you guys been to Music Tech lately? Have you? Have you gone to musictech.net? If you haven't, you're missing out. If you need anything as far as sound engineering goes, if you need anything as far as audio and visual production, you need to check out musictech.net. It's musictech.net. Net. Not only do they have sound degree uh, degrees in sound engineering, but experience on stage, off stage, behind the camera, with lighting, all the rest of it. Musitech.net. A combined 40 years experience in the audio uh, in the AV world. It is amazing what you can find in the time given. These people have the best experience possible. Plus, if you have questions, they're probably going to have answers. Check them out today, musitech.net, musitech.net, M-U-S-I-T-E-C, musitech.net. By the way, the music in the background is, uh, it's the Beatles, something, by a band called Pomplamous. Uh, I actually like them. They do a lot of covers and things like that. Very, very different, different, it's a husband and wife type of, type of group, just nice folks, good people. So, uh, there was an 11-year-old girl that uh, gave birth in a bathtub just recently. Her father, who is an illegal alien, um, who has been deported once. Her mother 
and her brother are now under arrest. Authorities arrested the mother, father, and brother of an 11-year-old girl after she delivered a child in a bathtub at the Saint, uh, at the family's St. Charles, Missouri home. According to the BuzzFeed News, on Friday, the unnamed girl's parents are facing charges of child endangerment. The girl's 17-year-old brother is being charged with incest, statutory rape, and statutory sodomy. Uh, police arrived in the hospital on February 11th, responding to a call about a child with an umbilical cord and placenta still attached. The child had a baby uh, had a body temperature of 90 degrees. The outlet reported an affidavit revealed that the young girl's parents identified uh, by uh, two fab. I don't know how they got that. Um, brought the baby to the hospital. Uh, the Parent, uh, the the, I guess grandparents of this child initially reported that the baby was, uh, was theirs, and that the mistress he impregnated dropped the child off at this home. The la- he later told investigators, however, that the child belonged to his 11 year old daughter, and that of his son, her brother, who was the, uh, father of the newborn. According to charge documents, the, uh, the 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 grandfather was identified as being an illegal immigrant who was previously deported from the United States. Throughout questioning, the grandfather um, and mother uh, and the grandmother insisted that they were unaware that their son raped their daughter and that she had fallen pregnant through assault. Upon questioning, the 17-year-old reportedly admitted that he had sex with a sister about a hundred times. He said, "Quote out of <laughs> the outlet said uh, the teen denied knowledge of his that his sister was pregnant." According to the outlet, the state is planning to take custody of a child when it is well enough to leave the hospital. The girl's mother, mother, father, and brother are in jail at this time of the writing. The girl is said to be. Staying with relatives. Once again, there is no reason for abortion. No reason whatsoever. But there is also no reason that an 11-year-old girl would go unnoticed that long being abused even if it is by her brother. You know these parents knew. They knew. They knew all about it, and they just let it go. Hi. 757 area goat, how's it going? You couldn't have saved this story for a trigger going? Nope, I had to trigger you. But why? Because I can well, obviously, but this would have been a perfect hashtag Dylan story where we could have literally sat here and watched Dylan's head explode. Yes, I know, but I'm trying not to trigger him with these types of stories. I, I, I have other stories that I trigger him with. Stuff like this about children, I try to stay away from because it actually, like, it, it really upsets him. It doesn't just trigger him. It just, it burns him and he gets, no, like, it, it, it bothers him for the next two or three days. I, I don't want to do that to him. Okay, so what else you got? Keep moving. What do you mean, what else I got? 
What do you, you got? Like, what do you got? Minutes before you have to, you know, put up left bottle. So come on. Yeah. Well, what do you got? Well, you know, I thought about it, trying to find something to save the show tonight, but I took a nap instead. Well, that's okay. See, I took a nap too, and that's why we're now forty-five minutes in, and the show is about where it is. Well, you know, we didn't even have an inch of snow, and they closed school today. Oh yeah, well, I had uh, I had three inches, but only about a, a um, barely even a centimeter on the on the actual roads. It wasn't even last year. Yeah, so it was it was nice. It was really cool because it was, everything was snowed out, but except for the roads. So completely drivable, mm-hmm. completely passable, just snow everywhere, and it's nice. It was pretty. They canceled school here. Yeah, they for nothing. They cancel school everywhere for nothing. They do that all the time. This is the South. The only thing that they don't get scared of is freaking hurricanes. You should have seen the story last night. There was no bread and no water. They cleaned it out. Oh, gosh. So not even an inch of snow. Mm-mm. Nope, not even. What else you got? Oh, how about this? Female prisoner claims that she was raped by a transgender inmate and that the uh, prison system is covering it up. Imagine that. Imagine. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I know, right? It's so crazy. This is like, oh, even if you can't believe, even if, you know, she's an inmate, you you can still believe it. The female prisoner of Logan Correctional Center in Illinois is suing the prison for reportedly covering up her alleged sexual assault at the hands of a transgender inmate earlier last year. The woman who identified as Jane Doe in the lawsuit alleged alleged allegedly thank you that an inmate who identifies as female but is still that but still has male genitalia was moved into her housing until last summer and immediately began to express interest in her oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the lawsuit she recalled that she was quote terrified of this inmate as the inmate was much bigger and much stronger, end quote, and because she had heard that the inmate had, quote, assaulted prior cellmates and has been convicted of murder. I'm I'm sorry, let me get this right. The transgender inmate was bigger and stronger than a female. Yeah. Say it isn't so. I know. I mean, come on, really? It's terrible. It's like, no, that can't be right. We're being told this is completely wrong, obviously. Right? I don't see how that is a possibility. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No no idea whatsoever. No idea whatsoever. The woman says she she was then raped by the inmate, but uh, but after she reported the incident to authorities, only a sham investigation ensued. The woman alleged... That uh, she was told by an officer, quote, that he didn't believe her, and he presumed plain, uh, that that the transgender uh, to say there was no sexual assault, end quote. She said she was co- quote coerced into saying the encounter was consensual, and soon after, Phil uh, filed a grievance with the Illinois Department of Corrections.
it finally happened. I'm speechless. Uh, yeah. See, in return, the uh, IDOC, the Illinois Department of Corrections, determined that she committed a, quote, major infraction for filing a, quote, false complaint under Prison Rape Elimination Act. So because she filed, uh, because she was, quote, unquote, forced to sign a a, a piece of paper that said that she was uh, consensually having sex, she now cannot go back and claim rape. Yeah, it's that whole thing. Like, you know, if you, that's why they're all, you know, signing the paperwork away and all the rest, you know, here, can I get your name on the dotted line? Or can you speak into my phone and say that you consent to having sex with me? Or in Wilbur's case, please sign an MBA after I pay you off. Exactly. That's kind of it. But this, uh, this doesn't even have the payoff, you know, no payoff here. It's not like she's making the big bucks or anything. Well, it's not like she's got anywhere to spend it either. No, that's true. That's true. Nowhere to spend it and nothing to do with it. But, you know, she's taking it deep. She's taking it deep. <laughs> Quote, a deeper point here is that uh, since Miss Monroe was transferred to Logan, she, air quotes, Made a lot of friends and has found substantial support among the prisoners uh, and some staff. Oh. Quote, but transphobia exists everywhere. But out here, on the streets and in the prison. So it's not surprising that there are some people who feel uncomfortable with her presence in a woman's prison. Her presence. Yeah, her her present. No. Miss Monroe. Miss Monroe. Mm-hmm. Marilyn. Does she have blonde hair? In, I was say Marilyn. <laughs> I don't. They never give the full first name. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she also doesn't sing things like "Happy Birthday, Mr. President." So. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's Friday. It is Friday. Okay. Welcome to Friday. Oh, it's been a long week. It has been a long week. It's been a very long week. For you too, I'm guessing. So, well, yeah. Yeah. For me too. You too. Hashtag you too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag you too. You too. Me too. Mm-hmm. One of those You two. too. You too. Okay. <laughs> So you gave the AI the night off. Uh huh. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. What's the matter with? And then you read two really bad stories. Uh, oh, I've read more than two bad stories. I've read five bad stories, and I'm about to read one more. Okay. Well, I'm gonna hang up and let you do this. Okay. Have fun. Enjoy. Keep listening. Where you too. Thanks. Great Later. show. Thanks. Keep it up. All right. See ya. Ah, but before we do that, let me tell you about some cat coolers because cat coolers are amazing. Did I f- tell you that they're rugged? They're very rugged. Go to catcoolers.com. Catcoolers.com. Go check out all their wares. Cat coolers are an amazing product. If you want to keep your things, uh, keep your cold things cold or your hot things hot. Yeah, I need a bell. Okay. 
uh, they are available to do so. They have manufactured to do that just for those reasons. They're also incredibly rugged, made in the United States, fully customizable, and they come in many colors. But if you act now, if you act now, go to catcoolers.com. You can use my name, Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, S-T-E-V-E-N. You can get 10% off when you purchase. Also, I'll let you in on a little secret. They have a lifetime warranty on everything they have. A lifetime warranty of the product, not of you. So, go check them out today. Go to catcoolers.com. Catcoolers.com. Get 10% off when you use my name, Steven. S-T-E-V-E-N. Go check them out today. Get something there. It's amazing. They're good stuff. I promise. So a man saws off his own leg when he was high on the drugs. Yes, a man using a synthetic drug known as Spice allegedly sawed off his own leg. Allegedly. That's right. The Daily Star reports on Friday that the unnamed man reportedly uh, took the, quote, zombie drug in Prokovsk, a city in western Russia, uh, and then proceeded to cut off his own leg, uh, leaving behind a bloody stump. You can... See pictures if you want to. It's I I mm, no probably not going to do it. It's over at the Daily Star. Quote: Shocking pictures appeared to show the man with a tourniquet wrapped around a bloody stump after he reportedly cut off his own leg above the knee. The outlet reported pictures shared uh, uh, shared on media and social media show that the man, as he lies on uh, on the uh, hospital gurney, after the doctors apparently uh, battled to uh, stem the blood flow and save his life. According to reports, the man carried out self-amputation after consuming the spice along with a cocktail of many, many painkillers. The man somehow managed to get himself to the hospital, hobbling, Hopping, whatever he's going to do. He was hopping mad, I'll tell you that much. Yep. Mm-hmm. The star reported that the local Russian outlet said that the man was taken into uh, intensive care, but the images shared on social media were from when he was moved to the general ward. The National Institute of Health described spice as a mixture of herbs, shredded plant materials, and laboratory-made chemicals with mind-altering effects. It is often called synthetic marijuana or fake weed, because some of the chemicals in it are similar to the ones in marijuana. The effects of the drug, however, can be vastly different, while spice spice does yield some of the same results as marijuana, relaxation, elevated mood, altered perception, and feeling detached from reality. Bad results can be fast heart rate, throwing up, extreme anxiety or nervousness, hallucinations, feeling confused, violent behavior, and suicidal thoughts. Quote, because the chemical used uh, used in spice have a high potency for abuse and no medical benefit, the Drug Enforcement Administration has made many of the active chemicals found in spice illegal. However, the people who make these products try to avoid these laws by using difficult com- different chemicals in their mixtures. Spice is most often labeled not for human consumption. Or disguised as incense. Could be a lot of stuff. Could be there. 
I think uh, letting the spice flow is a bad idea. Probably a bad idea. But what is a good idea? Checking out these bell counts for the day. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with your bell count grade for the day, Friday, February 21st, 2020. Today we had two missed innuendo bells, 23 actual bells, and two horns giving us an A- minus for the day. Peace out, and good night, y'all. Have a great weekend. Adam Johnson over on the Twitter. The first time a trans inmate has sex with their fellow inmates... That should eliminate their ability to be in jail with that preferred gender. So consensual or not, out you go. I agree. See you guys. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Raced by Wolves, the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry, and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves, now on HBO Max, and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.